Good morning, beautiful. How are you, my love? It's a wow. <laughs> we are already on day six. Who would have thought? My goodness. So have you noticed that every time you declare something in your life, you know, like this whole, these whole few days we've been talking about, I want to do this. These are my goals. Hashtag X, hashtag Y, you know, we've been saying all of these things. So when we say these things, suddenly things come up that will test your resolve for what you said you wanted to do, what you said you wanted to become, what you said you desired. I call it the interested versus committed test. A lot of us like to show interest in what we say we want, in what we say we want to do, all of those things. Eh? But are you actually committed to the goal, committed to the dream, to the vision and what it takes to actually get there? And will you embody the things that you have been writing these last few days? You know, I remember the time I had resolved to leave my job, I handed in my resignation and I had given notice. And then suddenly an opportunity to cover for another staff member came up, you know, and it came up just as the time like my contract was ending. So then I would have to stay on another six months. So they asked me, do you want to do this? And what did I say? I said, yes. Hey, the minute I said yes, I felt sick. Like I felt like vomiting and I, I knew it was the wrong decision. I was like, oh, I felt so sick. And long story short, they offered me a terrible six month contract, which then made it easy for me to say no and finally leave. Okay, well and good. So I'm free. I'm out here in the wild. <laughs> Two months later, I get a job offer as a um I get a job offer to work as a TV station manager. Ciao. A whole chulu, a TV station manager. Sounds kind of shiny, right? <laughs> but let's look under the hood. What what's going on under the so the work culture and values of that particular organization were toxic. Now, I want you to be careful. There are values that are written down and then people even stick them on the wall. <laughs> They're all over. Oh, these are our values, our mission. But the actual values is what you see in practice. Okay. So there was misogyny. There was sexual harassment, psychological abuse and bullying. That was the foundation of the work culture. Now, despite those red flags, I was still enamored by the title. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be this. Oh, I'll be the only one, the first of these, the what? <sighs> and then there's also that thing that we like to do as women. Eh? That one of, I can fix things. I will fix him. <laughs> Yeah. Now, shout out to two of my mentors. You know, I went to them, I told them, and I was really excited. Like, oh my gosh, there's this opportunity, guys. Um, and I was talking to them individually. I told them, oh, I've got this, it's this, and I can do this. Oh my gosh. And they just looked at me like, eh, hey, hey. but you said 
this is what you wanted to do. So what's going to happen? <laughs> you know, what's going to happen to the vision, the mission, like the lifestyle that you, 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 you are the one that said that you wanted, you came here and said that this is what you wanted. What, oh, now you're, you're talking about something else. Eh? And then me, I'm even going, no, I can incorporate it. <laughs> anyway, so then they asked me, okay, fine. Do you trust them? Hmm. Can you get in bed with them for the long run? They asked me a lot of questions, deep ones. Yay, my friend. <laughs> and I had to answer them honestly. Now, <clears throat> me, I thought they would be excited for me. <laughs> but they gave me a reality check and reminded me to protect my standards and boundaries. So after three painful months, I rejected the job offer. And if I'm being very, very honest, I actually regret those three months because I feel like I wasted my time. Uh, but I think I also needed to go through it to learn that, to learn how committed I am, right? I, I'm all in. Like I said at the beginning, are you interested or committed to the woman you say you desire to become? So I think there are three things to safeguard your vision. Okay. So the first one, boundaries. In the Africana Woman Book Club, I'm going to just give them a shout out. We even read the book Boundaries. Hey, shout out, guys. <laughs> so, um, and then I also recently saw a beautiful definition of boundaries on socials by Olivia Vizacero. And this is the definition. A boundary is a particular course of action you take, you take to take care of yourself when a particular set of circumstances arise. So this means that it's not about controlling other people and getting emotional about their bad behavior. No, it's about you, your actions in response to a circumstance, aka what are the consequences? Here's an example. This is, this is, this is not a boundary. This is not a boundary. You saying, you cannot talk to me like that. Okay. Instead, a proper boundary is, if you talk to me like that, I will hang up the phone. I will not respond to your email. I will block your number. I will not invite you to my home anymore. Yeah, you have to go there and not just do lip service. Okay, let's try another one. This is not a boundary. You cannot ask me for money. Instead, a proper boundary is, is if you ask me for money that I have not budgeted for, I will say no. Side note, no is a whole sentence. That does not require an explanation. Back to boundaries. Babe, you have to be willing to say them out loud, no matter how uncomfortable you feel. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I promise you that your boundaries will be tested, especially as people are used to treating you in a certain way. Kamiri, you taught them. 
you've been teaching them for the last, what, 20, 30, 50 years of how to treat you. And then you suddenly switch on them and they'll be spooked. They'll be like, hey, and then, <laughs> so they'll be spooked at first and then be like, oh no, she's just joking. He's just joking. Uh-huh. And then they'll come at you, even with emotional manipulation. So what will you do? Will you cave in? Or are you going to follow through with your consequences? So number two, standards. Lady, dear gent, this one. Hmm. You know, you see women, eh? you see them on the socials and, you know, in your life, whatever, they're being wined and dined um, and, or they have these lovely romantic gestures from their partner. Manje, you sit there and say, ah, me, me, I'm not a high maintenance chick. <laughs> it's okay if my man's doesn't do romantic gestures or be available emotionally, aka, I will take the, bound, the breadcrumbs. Meanwhile, you really desire to be wined and dined. And I'm going to say this to you because I, I love you. I love you so much. And um, it's not even judgment because I've also been there. Okay. The reason why you have mediocre expectations in your relationship is because you don't believe you are worthy. You don't believe you deserve better. Keyword is believe. It's not enough to desire it. You have to believe you can have it too. So don't be jealous of other women on social media when you're seeing them. And then, you know, uh, then you even see people like trolling them, calling them all sorts of names just because she set standards for herself. Please, please set standards, set standards for yourself. A first date is not going to his house to cook and do his laundry for him. And then you are humbled that you got to Netflix and chill. Hmm. Set standards. Set standards for your work. So many of us don't want to negotiate contracts at at whatever level you are at, whether it's you know entry or middle or management, senior. Like you don't want to negotiate contracts. Hmm? Enough of this. I'm humbled. They offered me the job. No man. Set standards. They want you, not because they are doing you a favor. I mean, I don't know, guys. Maybe you're in because of nepotism or, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> or connections, as we like to say. But anyway, <laughs> they want you, not because you're doing them a favor. It's because they value you. It doesn't hurt to ask. Um, may I work four days in the office and one day at home? Hmm? It doesn't hurt to ask. Know what you want. And also don't be afraid to walk away. Like if it's not if it's not if it's not meeting your standards, don't be afraid to walk away. So please set standards. So you've gone out with friends. This is my last example. You've gone out with friends and you say, eh, I'm so humbled. My husband is babysitting the kids so I can be here. <laughs> <laughs> when I those those are his children. <laughs> it's not babysitting, it's parenting his children. <laughs> but 
please raise your standards, raise the bar, raise your expectations of how men in society parent. Be clear and state your standards. So as someone knows that, ah, no, okay, this chick expects me to actually be looking after the kids. Ah, no, I can't manage. So I'm not going to pursue this relationship anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Set your standards. Okay, I, okay, I'm done with this. <laughs> Number three. Now, this is the 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 last one about safe, safeguarding your vision, which we have covered over the last few days. And it's basically about... You know, who do you give permission to speak into your life? So we started with God. We started with you. And we started with God. Then we went to you and then your friends. And, you know, this is for accountability. Today, I am adding mentors and coaches. These are people who are where you want to go or they are a few steps ahead of you. Whilst they may not know the unique journey that you have to undertake, they are able to give you perspective. They're able to broaden your thinking and snatch your edges, girl. <laughs> I give you that guy reality check, okay? So the best of the best, when you see these successful people out there, you know, they have mentors, they have coaches, but for us, eh, we are okay with settling for what we learned in university. At 23 years old, we want that information that we learned at 23 years old, 23 years old, to keep us going for the next 50 years. Can you imagine? And even then, (laughs) you know, what you learned at university was technical. No one was teaching you how to do life. And I think that when you resist to get a coach, when you resist to get a mentor, it goes back to your beliefs. You don't believe you're worthy. We have already established yesterday, we established you are priceless by virtue of being unique. And yet you are not willing to invest any money on yourself. So you see some sort of course, let's say a financial literacy course. And you look at that price tag. Mm, no, mm, this is a waste of money. I don't have that. Not, I don't have it now. <laughs> Do you know that investing in yourself multiplies your capacity to earn more? It multiplies your knowledge and wisdom. It multiplies your health and well-being. And when you are better, everything around you gets better. Don't be afraid to add a coach or mentor to your personal team. And stop belittling the cost of spending money on yourself. Instead of spending so much on, I don't know, shoes, clothes, hair, bags, all of those kinds of things. Maybe redirect some of that, some of those funds to, I don't know, things like a a nutritionist, a financial advisor, a dating coach, a therapist, a business coach, a movement specialist. An organizer, like someone to come and help you organize your house, clean it up and stuff like that. Whatever area you decide you need you need support in, there is someone who can help you. So today in your journal, please write your boundaries. Please write your standards. But it cannot end there. You have to tell people about them. So schedule 
time for when you actually have conversations about what you have said. <laughs> Remember, it's not about controlling others. It's about controlling what you do and what you believe about yourself. Essentially, today is day one of teaching people how to treat you. Then I also want you to write who you need to add to your team, a mentor, a coach, a specialist. Then instead of thinking, I cannot afford them, think about how can I afford them? So maybe I need to take on more shifts. Maybe um, I need to, I don't know, uh, I hate saying side hustle. I don't really like that word, but anyway, we'll use it for the sake of it. Maybe I need to, go, to do a side hustle. Uh, maybe I need to redirect some funds from where I'm spending in this area and then spend it over here. That slight change in thinking, you know, how can I afford them? That will make a world of a difference. So in the chat, I want you to share one boundary, one standard, and who you want to add to your team. Alrighty, love you loads. Chalo.